California, it's undefeated. I'll tell you that much. Uh, our guest today, uh, you know, I don't know what your preconceived notion of, of California was, but you know, you, you went, you Instagram DM'd me while you were uh, experimenting with psilocybin. Yeah, and uh, you you, you sent me some stuff. I want to. I just want to walk walk me through your head about how you found out how amazing California is. Oh, dude, it blew my mind. I just you know touched down, and uh, once you start to see the mountains in LA, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just didn't imagine that. I feel like everyone shits on LA. They're like, oh, it's, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much natural beauty there is around there. Oh. Like driving up Laurel Canyon, I had some of the most you know amazing yeah. views my life uh what a weird place though it almost makes sense all that happened huh you're like you going like yeah yeah sympathetic to the psyops that occur in california because i'm like dude look at it like this is i would totally fall for this well it makes sense why like so much stuff is done in california like why the elites are all shacked up there because it fucking rocks you know it's just like yeah yeah one thing about libtards like oh libs are taking over here they have incredible taste on where to take over let me exactly, that. exactly yeah laurel canyon is cool your your like uh cell phone goes out you can't get reception so you can't use your maps anymore you kind of have to like nice. uh you know it's like you have this overview of all other parts of the canyon you can kind of hear people's conversations you know it, it would be like the perfect place for a CIA agent to like, you know, be listening in on a party and like, you know, so that or was like, it's like, it's like you're on acid and some dude's just whispering like government shit in your ear from across yeah. the can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally hearing voices. He's just like right above you. But, um, yeah. And then the, all the leaves are brown, the leaves are brown. That's all you hear in the background. Just repeat. Like, there is some weird spiral. Like, you know, the QAnon has like said, like a spiral represents, you know, pedophiles and stuff. We saw a couple. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. We saw a couple of those on a house. And I hadn't noticed that my friend was like, whoa, I just saw like a QAnon. In this house, we believe spirals. <laughs> right. From the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on a whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby, I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote, cause I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit, Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot. Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden. Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? We love to see it, dudes rocking. Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking. From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix. With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? Do a fucking case there and get a picture of it, and then they have like community watch, like like Paul Blart's, you know, driving around looking little cars, mm. tail us and stuff, and then you like see like an armored Hummer or yeah. a gate to a house that looks like it's the perfect place to hold eyes wide shut parties. Yeah. yeah, and I wonder and, how much of that is still happening, like how much of it it's actually happening, or how much of it is like we got to keep the place up. You know, if we move in here, we have to keep the aesthetic, you know, like we have to you know, like uh, uh, tr- now, you know, like the Manson house, like people go record albums at the Manson murder house. Like Trent Reznor did like three Man, we, did, we drove there. We drove. There. And so what is it? Cielo Drive. Mm-hmm. And there's a sign and it says, you know, private road, whatever. Don't go up. What did we do? 
we park the car at the bottom we start like walking up you know we're all dressed in like black and like leather jackets we look like the manson family ourselves and there were houses on the way up you know they had their lights on but like nobody was out and then we sort of get to the top where you could see uh the gates of the manson house um and as i'm about to take a picture and i did get a picture some dude parked in his car out front you know like gets out and shines a flashlight at us and i'm sure this happens all the time but we just like booked it and it was like out of scooby-doo you know we were just like eyes in black running down cielo drive back to our <laughs> i was so scared we just like got in the car you know my heart's racing and we drove all the way to santa monica like get to the pier we just got so far away from there but um yeah that was like something i'll never forget yeah <laughs> that's got to be like i mean for you for being so invested in that laurel canyon itself you know for 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 being so invested in that like you basically I would say that there are people like Sasquatch people are have to be jealous of you because you actually saw your the thing, you know, that, right, you, that, right. you, that you love, you know, you I'm saw a, it, you, you experienced a little bit of it, the aura, whether it was placebo or not, like that's no, and know. I felt like it wasn't placebo. That was like because I had friends uh, along who they're not like, you know, reading Dave McGowan. That's, that's some fire ass placebo, by the way, when it doesn't feel like placebo. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, i'm pro placebo by the way i, I think it's real so i like yeah. The, the yeah it felt like there was something up there or it just i don't know it definitely lived up to my expectations i was like damn um yeah places have a have a memory totally have a have a thing you know like mm -hmm. yeah yeah so but also that um you know la was so cool i loved it just so much like historic rock and roll or mk ultra or whatever yeah stuff uh driving up the coast was even better um, oh yeah you know even better view like just mountain we were like above the clouds at one point driving it didn't even make sense to me i could see like clouds below me at the horizon mm -hmm. i don't know like what was really going on but um i guess it's just there's higher elevation out in california than on the east coast so i've never seen anything like that yeah uh, it, what, it was what, right by El Matador Beach outside of Malibu. Mm. And then got on the Pacific Coast Highway. You know, you, you're driving alongside the ocean. That was like an incredible mm. California. I got killed for on Twitter for saying that California has the best highways. And everyone's like, oh, highways, there's hella traffic. I said, that's not what I said. I didn't even, I was like, again, as an East Coast dude, I'm like, oh, the traffic's going to be terrible. I don't know how yeah. I'm going to deal with these like five lane high. It was like so easy. Yeah. Like, no, apparently only there's traffic in california yeah apparently. only yeah. traffic exactly yeah, no i was in chicago one time trying to leave chicago i was yeah. like it took fucking a year yeah. i was like I, how did i get like i missed my flight by a year and it was the same time the next year i was like this i don't is know if they're a good week where there was like no traffic in la yeah, I said, yeah exactly I it's like new york and it, no, it's bad, but I just I laugh because I go to other cities. I'm like, this traffic's awful too, and I feel the exact right. same way. And, and it's just like yeah. that's just the baseline level of like traffic. I hate to break it to you, but the uh, okay, but then you made your way up to the Bay Area. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you ever driven through the Santa Ynez Valley? Absolutely, yeah. that shit was crazy. It's it, you're like, one is a beautiful oh. drive, man. Like it's it's worth it. I kept saying like. It looks like I'm on Mars or something. It feels like I made it to the moon. I haven't seen mountains that beautiful. And I was so high up, you're making kind of like hairpin turns. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, 
driving out there, you'll fucking fly off the mountain. Yeah. Uh, it was just exhilarating driving to me. I don't know. I was going pretty slow because I was trying to look at the view and be like, yo, take a picture of that. Take a picture of that because I was driving. Yeah. So I, I, I feel comfortable saying this because it doesn't give away too much information. Sai used to live off of Highway 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> yeah, you guess yeah. which part of it, but yeah, the uh, uh I used, was, to, I used to catch a bus off of Highway One. <laughs> like no, the best and the best would yeah. be like, all right, you go off of Highway One. It's like PCH Highway One, Legendary Highway One, and it's like you turn right, and then it's just like then it's just like three horses, and then like a house, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's like I'm just off of the highway right now. Like what happened? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you had that Homer Simpson element like to the place, dude. That was the, yeah. on the yeah, that was insane. That was just, <laughs> Uh, that was insane. So I would, oh. You guys are lucky. I'm jealous. Like I definitely man, move out there. It's for man. You see, it, like on Twitter and every on the internet, mm -hmm. everyone's like, "Fuck California." Everyone's moving out. And it's like, I'm sorry, dude. Like fucking nuke it, man. I'm sick. Yeah, of it. it's it'll never not be sick. Sorry that it's pretty. pretty. We've already built sicker nukes. Unfortunately, hate to break it. Down. Yeah, yeah. No. California, and you're gonna get the nukes five years later, and then complain about how they came from California and how they're ruining your life. <laughs> while you're making 100k from building the nukes probably yeah so yeah it's it's like <laughs> unfortunately like you should try to seize california if that's what you want to do if you're trying to win seize california because it's amazing you know it's yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's truly the best i probably won't be able to reside permanently in california provided everything stays the same income wise uh, unfortunately that sucks oh, yeah. it's run it's run to shit i mean I, i'll never defend the people who run the state or anything or even the, the big companies that are here but at the end of the day aesthetically just the absolute feel of it now it's it's five years ago had you come out you'd felt you'd feel even better about it you're i mean it's, it's really taking a deep dive a little bit but right yeah. right you're never gonna get away from like the horrors of capitalism you might as well just have a nice you know surrounding yes. while you're yes. while you're like paying a lot of money for rent or gas whatever it's um so you try to like you know just like normal life is probably better there than it is where i am right now but um yeah and then i got to san francisco which was really cool in a different way um we were in haight ashbury and <laughs> again it. it was like living up to the expectations you know we went to this uh psychedelic san francisco art gallery there was like a exactly where that is yeah on masonic street mm -hmm. yep. yep masonic Every yep that's a very that's, that's a big four guys in a car soy face soy jack moment when you drive down masonic street yeah yep. and then the grateful dead house is like you know right there in janice joplin's house and jimmy mm -hmm. house which was yeah. cool but this lady, you know, she liked us. She gave us some like chocolates infused with mushrooms, and yeah, so we ended up playing our first show. You know, pretty much tripping, which was amazing, which was really fun. I was really good at guitar, and um, <laughs> it wasn't like a crazy dose. So it was just like you know, we generally had a good time. You just have melted chocolate in a headband, just like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just all chocolate. Like so it's like, into a snake, shredding. Yeah, it lights it on fire. You're like, hey man, don't do that. fires in California. It's definitely the other bands a lot better to listen to. You know what I mean? I was like yeah. dancing, like I felt like you know a go-go dancer. I was just like rocking out to everybody. Yeah, and yeah. people, and that's why like we don't. I mean. Today's not a great day to be to be recording this to, to have this take, but like I still think that's kind of like why we're just a little more laid back, like on the internet. Like I kind of just am like, man, dude, don't freak out that hard. Like what's going on? But I, I'm like, I'm in California. 
right. look outside and I see California. They yeah. look outside and they see like blood, which it was in California, so that's a bad movie. But just oil rig, just fucking, you know, like uh, King of the Hill shit. That like, you know, and just all this stuff. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, it's it's not. We're not the same, man. I hate to break it to you. Like, I have I have it better than you. I pay more for it. Yeah, it sucks. yeah. I fight yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I pay more. I pay more for it. I don't get. I will never own property out here. You know why? Because it's awesome to own property here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, and that and fight the system all you want. I'm just saying that's what it is. Like it's it's. I would do it. There's no like. Mm, well, you know, and yeah, of course. Like the COVID stuff was awful. It was awful here. It was like the word. It was it was it was so bad. But like at the end of the day, like during lockdowns, we could like go outdoors and do shit i mean they had some shit roped off so that sucked some hiking trails got roped off but there were some where you just be like fuck on my lockdown deck just go to the beach you know and it wasn't it was better you know on the east coast and it's like at least you guys could just go outside and go on hikes and stuff like that it was yeah if you're from a shitty town and you had lockdown it was just like extra bad so well yeah well that's wonderful thank you for saying that i um i pause the episode i'll send you the check for being pro california i'll send you yeah the check. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i'll send you the ch- uh just give me that now you just need to say okay. something about california yeah. avocados and yeah yeah and then the, promo yeah. code this uh no, yeah. thank you so much all right we're, we're, we're back recording uh we are with flipper now you may remember flipper from such programs as candy flipping mm. with us which yeah. I thought was a, a, a wonderful episode during RC Music Week. Kicked off RC Music Week. Uh, that was when we dropped that episode and a Zeppelin stream, which was, you know, oh, the yeah. W for that week, in my opinion. Uh, but Flipper has used that. That episode was just like, that had some tentacles, man, because Gregory Martin heard it. Oh, about that. That was. Oh, I've, I've oh, was that? I, I can't. I can't gloss past that. I still think about it once a week at least. <laughs> no, that is. Well, so- t- tell him who Gregory Martin is first. Yeah, Flipper's gonna. I, I want him to intro uh, the whole thing. The son of the producer of the Beatles hates us. He think he called us crazy. He said we were totally out to lunch. That- George Martin, yeah. and that's <laughs> that's like the N word in Britain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said, you know, we think the Beatles are part of the Illuminati. Ha ha, this and that. And he like he made a beeline to, you know, to listen to the episode. Yeah. See what we were saying. But the but what's funny is that day he was like fighting with people over Paul is dead over <laughs> yeah. And I saw what I tweeted at him and what started all this, I said, forget Paul is dead. Yeah. I said, uh, was Paul ever hypnotized? What was he doing with his girlfriend's dad, who was like a government hypnotist? And that yeah. put him off, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was like freaking out. He's like, what do these kids know? I gotta I gotta listen to this podcast. Then like that's that's not an everyday Beatles conspiracy. Everyone knows Paul is dead. Not everyone knows that he lived with his girlfriend and his girlfriend's mm-hmm. family who were all and they all fucking died or were murdered or some shit, right? What yeah, I mean the dad the dad was was like found um he committed suicide and was found days later, like no one cared about it. He was typical <laughs> Paul, typical Paul thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Paul never, you know, never has mentioned his girlfriend's dad's death who and he was like a prominent yeah. dude you know like um he was he's a historical figure um yeah. paul loves to talk about every single you know little thing yeah. about his trivia and he'll reference, it. he'll reference it he'll put it in like a music video 
<laughs> he'll be like a hypnotist in a music video or something like that. Um, yeah. Little nods to it. But yeah, that was funny. And he just like, so George, Greg Martin just blocked me. Well, uh, me too, yeah. And he was really mad about it. But what's funny is he apparently met Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. At uh, He tweeted yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I met him. There's no pictures, but I met him. Yeah. <laughs> the average person does. But it was at Mick Jagger's um, <laughs> birthday party. And he sort of says it like, oh. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that's so funny. But, uh, yeah. Mick Jagger's birthday party. And he yeah. says it like critically. Like, he support, he's supposed to sort of be a conspiracy theorist himself. Yeah, he's like a crystal healer guy, isn't he? Like a yeah, psychic. That's crazy. That was the thing. I was like, come on, dude. Like you can't be this mad. Like and and like my my problem with him doing that is like in that episode it's been a while since I've listened to it or you know, I I hardly ever actually re-listened to our episodes, but right. I remember vividly talking about how much I loved all of the Beatles, yeah, like I'm a super fan. That's, like, yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, it's, I it's, it's like, love. I love your dad. Your dad is cool as fuck, dude. Like, your he doesn't understand. Awesome. He thinks we're yeah. haters or something. Yeah, like, it's like, listen, it's like, like I, that was what I was mad that you missed. Like, you could be like, oh, I get it. Like, oh my 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 dear sweet father, who I have picture nine hundred pictures of me spoon feeding him things. Like, yeah. I you know my you know <laughs> yeah you know, you know I had those ready to go. Uh, uh, Gregory Martin dad feeding super compilation. Like, yeah, you had yeah, those yeah. ready to go. And it was like, you know, I, I, I'm just like, you should have heard that, like, how much, I mean, yeah, we have the Paul thing. It's, it's a thing, you know, but like, it's, I, a, thing. I, it's <laughs> yeah. a thing. But if somebody says, like, the Beatles suck, I'm there defending Paul against them. This is the Overton yeah, window thing. Like, exactly. we're, 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 we're doing an inside baseball thing with the Beatles when we're critiquing with that. That's a within the family. Nobody else is allowed to talk yeah. about that. that you, no, you said at, during the episode, you're like, the Beatles have had it good. I mean, they're the biggest band in history. Yeah. yeah. The they, okay. Yeah, Gregory yeah, Martin's yeah, allowed yeah. to be a psychic for a living because of the Beatles. Yeah, right. yeah. The funniest thing about that whole <laughs> thing. Was when he, yeah. Remember when he brought the up that, that have made exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember that when, <laughs> this is why I still think about this one. When he brought up that that fake John quote, he's like, "Last time I talked to John, he said, man, these Paul is dead people are so crazy, right?'" Yeah, yeah. And it's like that did not happen, dude. That did not. <laughs> oh, dude, and if Lennon was still alive, you'd be like, "Yeah, no, nah, he something happened." Like, he's, first of uh, all, no. Lennon said those freaks was right when they said <laughs> you was dead. All right, so on the wax, dude. On yeah. the wax, like let's just. No, he was doing just, irony. He was an irony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was doing dirtbag uh, rock. Yeah, yeah dirtbag dirt rock. He invented that. Yeah, yeah. Lennon invented but everything. I, even yeah. things i hate yeah yeah but i gotta say this yeah. must be the closest i don't at least for me i don't know for you guys i've gotten to any kind of beetle inside you know i've never talked to no that that know? was that happened within a, a week of like like a three-week span of like alex going on tucker yeah then that happens and then jeremy's on time i'm like well hold on like these are all mm -hmm. like these are our folks you know like this is this is like the beat and especially the yeah. beatles which I, i'm telling you right now like who do I feel like I have a slight less degrees of separation with Tucker Carlson or the Beatles? I, we're yeah. like a, a degree from Tucker. Like, like there's like, yeah, there's dude. like, like a one person and then they go on. But like the Beatles, I'm like, well, we'll never have that. Like, that's just yeah. going to be, we're going to be this cottage, like people, like weird, like smoking Pepe reaction. Like, wow, these guys are really into the Beatles. Like we're like this cottage like thing with yeah. that. But then yeah. <laughs> the, the producer who like I don't remember I remember us being only slightly like implicating of 
George Martin. If anything, we were like, yeah. oh, he's he's uh, you know the man behind the Beatles, yeah. giving yeah. more credit than than um he usually gets. Um, yeah, yeah. That's... So it was like, which yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, yeah. He seemed to be like freaking out over nothing. Which we touched the nerve. We touched the nerve. Yeah, we know? touched and, the nerve. So. Yeah, because that's the other thing where I'm like you shouldn't you should just brush that off you know like if if people are just doing the paul is dead thing 50 years later you know yeah. you should just be like all right you know yeah. like whatever you know dismiss that but i'll know we'll, i'll know we'll have made it when paul is interested when paul is like hey can we come on and we're well, like we get quote tweeted by like a zoomer running paul mccartney's twitter account that'd be sick dude <laughs> no i don't know how sick it would. i think we i think that's how we'd end He'd have us murdered, dude. He's yeah, like, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Or just like I was getting worried. I was getting worried. I was like, yeah, dude, I was like, I, I mean, hope this he might be it. Illuminati at this point. Yeah, I hope yeah. they didn't hit. Re- I hope Gregory Martin didn't hit reply all with our link uh, <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on the episode because uh, yeah, the the you know the two Beatles I want to interview no, both are dead, so that those aren't happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, what man, if he, can you imagine us us three with Paul as a guest, just like holding his feet to the fucking fire, dude? You know? Now he's become how best friend. How many become best friend? He has that sicko nature to him where you can just yeah, be like, yeah. "Oh well, me and Joan, we was playing on the piano." Yeah. just his little like bumbling, little head bobbing thing that he does, and then like you just be like, "I fucking love this guy." I've just and plus yeah, I'd, be, yeah. I'd be like, "Were you kidding me?" Like you know, yeah, I'd exactly. Like, you know, I'd I'd have to make some phone calls after that one. You know, like that. For real, would, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, no, that that's. Uh, we'll cut out all this part because we can't have pro Paul stuff in here. But uh, yeah, the, exactly. uh, yeah, this is all just uh, part of the, part of the thing. But uh, I before we get into some space stuff because we are getting in there. I, yeah. Greg, I do, this episode though because we're talking about you know space. I want... Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. He might. You know he's gonna listen, dude. You know yeah. he's gonna. Fuck. Yeah, dude. He's... You know he's like one of those I don't guys. He's like me. I think mm-hmm. I'm the one that's not blocked, so yeah. I could I could send it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, so he. Uh, the stars. Yeah, everybody tag Gregory Martin's Twitter uh, account. I don't know what his account <laughs> is because he blocked me. But uh, if you if you guys find him, uh, if you tag tag him in the in the, in the, when this one comes out. But the uh, uh, I, I was thinking about it because I was watching uh, some something on ABBA, uh, and. You know, last time you came on, we talked about a lot of like intelligence agency stuff, and I and I have to say, I like I like coming up with my own theories on who's compromised, and then finding out I'm right. Right. You know, like rather than like, oh, let me find out who's compromised, and then listen to the music, and then oh, I hear it now. I don't like that. Like that's not as cool to me. It's like when you hear, and I don't even mean compromise. Like I just mean in a sense, like they first off they like. You look at that and it's like that was ordered out of a catalog that entire band like you just like somebody just it was like sky mom be like yeah, I, I think yeah, i think we'll just go with this one this weird like family in like art or like like autumn colored brown sweaters like that was what they looked like in like the early 70s and uh clearly that like abba like their their rhythms like everything is so like everything checks out perfectly if you had like a metronome to an abba song like you just there would be no even point where it goes astray which for the 70s would be for the for the 70s would be like okay like you know there the, the, you'd hear songs that would have like errors in them like in the top 40 right. and stuff like but they just they shouldn't have any of that stuff no, and it just sounded like true. everyone feared for their life during music and then you realize oh that's actually how you make good music yeah is when nobody's happy i'm a huge abba fan 
Like, mm. it's funny okay. that you bring that up. I'm going to run that through our alphabet. And and I'm Abba, totally Abba. with you. They're like hilariously, you know. Yeah. Abba Road, dude. Abba Road. Abba Road. That's just me. I don't even want to know what that looks like in Sweden, wherever that is. <laughs> but I know what you mean with uh, find out later. I kind of did that with uh, CCR. I was just like listening to them and I was like, Oh, I haven't heard too many like CIA connections regarding them. Um, you know, the song Fortunate Son, I'm not a senator's son. I was like, hmm, hmm. And then I was like listening to them over and over. I'm like, damn, they're so good. Like there has to be something up with them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so I started tweeting that. And then some people replied like, yeah, they lost all their money to a CIA bank, you know, Castle Bank and Trust. I was like, oh, okay, checks out. So their manager was like, you know, dealing with the CIA in terms of their finances. Um, probably. Yeah, and it's also you have the like guy from San Francisco trying to sound like he's from like Alabama. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's never not compromised. When you like, realize they weren't born on the bayou. That's yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, yeah, people love that's another boomer truth bomb they drop on your head. Oh, you like that? Do you know those guys aren't from there? Where do you think they're from? And then you say, like, oh, Louisiana. No, you're like, no. They're nope, from like close. Marin, California, or something. Yeah. It's like Berkeley. Like, is it Ber- are they Berkeley yeah. guys? Uh, yeah. Fogarty, yeah, because Fo- yeah. no, Fo- Fogarty like gets play out here on the race. Solo Fogarty, yeah. the damn baseball song, put me in coach. I'm ready to play. Uh, yeah. You know, like all. I that, just forget that. about that one. Yeah. yeah, people forget that's Fogarty. Yeah, like, I mean, the CCR is like the the band of the USO. I mean, they they literally are the soundtrack to every in every war yeah. movie. Of all Propaganda time, Army but it's movie. anti-war. The song we're telling you that it's bad. Yeah. But we're using you know, they were the every f- movie. <laughs> they were the first to sign up for Woodstock to commit to playing Woodstock, and they got the worst slot at like two a.m. when everyone was just fucking zonked on acid, asleep, <laughs> and shit. And it was raining. Yeah, and that's not and acid <laughs> music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're not. They're like mowing the lawn music. Like, oh, yeah, know, yeah. Like, like my paper route. You know, like it, that's. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, they're not, you know, back then, especially back when they were popular, like there was way more shit. If you were like a Woodstock head, like that, you were, you know, you probably, they probably liked it because like the, the message and the music and stuff. But mm. yeah, I would have put them late too. I'd be like, man, fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, I mean, I, and you know, again, I liked them, but I just, it's, it, they, I've always laughed at like the, like, this is like peak, like a Bay Area guy trying to be like a, a Southern, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm southern guy so um, but, but yeah but with abba abba um the frida the redhead girl mm-hmm. she was it was the, like the, the the david bowie aladdin sane mullet like yeah it's, was, it's crazy the like, daughter of a of a nazi that's mm-hmm. the only thing that comes to mind in terms of like um abba being i don't know yeah Shoot. And that's like not hitting that's for me, right. honestly. Yeah. Like when I saw the theory, I was like, "All right." Yeah, yeah. I, I always, don't know. Yeah. I, I uh, didn't think of anything really. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just really the start of Sweden being um, a huge nexus point for pot. Like, really, yeah, what if they hit an accidental, like an accidental wavelength they weren't intending to hit in people's brain? You know, like an accidental receptor, and like everybody, every intelligence agency slamming the disc. Johnson, why didn't you find out about this? whatever this is you know like why didn't you find it and you know i don't know it'd be crazy that'd be funny because because no the if you combine if you could reduce popular music in 2022 
I, you know, you, you'd, you'd put Michael Jackson in there, but I, I could say popular music from 1960 to 2022, the two most apparent bands, if you were to combine them together, that you could get the modern pop sound with would be Beatles and ABBA, like the model mm -hmm. that you would follow. Mm -hmm. So I find it crazy yeah. these bands that have these like tentacles because like you listen to ABBA and it's like, holy shit, this is like every, like every song would copy this template. You know, like it worked extra for ABBA because you had that like crazy, like kind of like, did they eat the second keyboardist of this band? Like, were there two keyboards and they just ate him? You know, like, do they, do they just, they, they, it was like a very like calm process, how it happened. It was just like, like very formulaic, like kind of like bureaucratic process that they had to go through, but they just like eat a, a band member and just keep going, you know, like they, they have that look about them. And I think that's, people will get attracted to that a little bit too, when you're so poppy and happy and, you know. Oh, <laughs> kind of that was saying, it, it's like the sequel to Midsummer. This is like the final form of that cult. It's just like a fucking yeah. They, they were there. You they, they at the end of Midsummer, the ladies finally got a zip drive of Pro Tools. Yeah. <laughs> so then you know, like after that thing burned down, they were they were gonna get in the lab. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but I yeah, was no. watching that movie. I felt like, no. I didn't know what, if I thought it was any good. Really, I liked it. You liked, I liked it. it. I enjoyed it. I, I feel like it's one of those movies where, like, you watch it and you're like, "I'm supposed to have this huge opinion about it," because mm -hmm. yeah. it is. It's a, it's like a meme movie. Like people, like people use that to like dictate their whole film taste. Like how your take on Midsummer is is whether I subscribe to your blog for film yeah. or not, and you know, and like it's people like hate Ari Aster, and like I I can kind of like understand, but like for like a stock. For being like the stock like art movie guy, it's been worse in decades. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like for him, like he's never. Yeah, I get it. You you know forty guys better. I don't even disagree. I think there are, but like for that to be like the stock one that plays, you know, at like AMC for a long time, you know, like I there's worse. There, I, I feel like there's been worse in history. So I'm gonna have a cigarette. So just uh, don't mind if my connection. Let me know if my connection changes. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No worries. But yeah, the. Uh, um but it, but anywho i think we should we should move on yeah uh, to a to a popular subject uh, for our show our fans just love it when we talk about uh the shape of the earth the moon they love when we talk about it. Just, they actually love it yeah, yeah photos, there's like three photos, people that hate yeah. it yeah there's three yeah. there's like three people that vocally are like i'm gonna kill you guys i'm just like that's fine <laughs> uh, you know what don't think episode ever couldn't think of a better way to uh to 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 go to be honest oh by the way my last thought on abba with the let's say that the nazi lineage for mm -hmm. that for frida uh was actually something let's say that that was like oh man this really like changing music sneaking frida into the game yeah. uh would you rather have them do that or have like nasa and pfizer and things like that <laughs> Just as a po, if you had to pick one post-Nazi arc, it's like nah, a little pop music, you know. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, I just say it's better than the other sh ventures they chose. Is all. I'm well, saying. that's why, yeah, the music sites are always so sick because it's yeah, like, it's like, I, they're you know so I mean? satisfying. It's a happy yeah. ending. You're like, and I love that song. Damn it! There's nothing satisfying about like the mRNA vat. It's just like lame ass, like <laughs> shitty modernity. You know, seven percent you know, of people ejaculate when they get one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. we, we, we hear about it on Twitter all the time. Yeah, but yeah, after they uh -huh. get COVID, <laughs> and yeah. Um, but yeah, so so nonetheless. Uh, the shape of the earth. Now, now, Flipper, I just want to. I want you. You've you've listened to our episode with the great KB Goldtooth. I mm -hmm. hope you not. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 
anything you want to add to what he or us were saying and that was there like a, you, you have a chance to respond uh um did we do we miss anything do you disagree with anything that was said shit i mean i think that's that's a tough place to start um yeah i thought his initial statement was awesome about um kind of making the heavens mundane as like being the um maybe the modus operandi of like uh you know um a lot of what we are told about space but um yeah i think and i also think him saying that the moon landing is being really important oh you lost connection i just want to maybe like go about getting into it in a different way because it's just such a crazy okay crazy so shape of the earth is one thing but um as you guys know like the moon landing is a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's a more interesting place to start. I feel like it's, I don't really, I'm not convinced about flat earth. I'm just sort of interested in why certain people who are kind of educated might think that. Not your general flat earther, but let's say like the really, really hardcore ones who are like, um, you know, getting into debates with physicists or whatever, because cosmologists, there are people like that. It's rare to find, but um, I was showing Sai one of the dudes that I was like following on Quora, right? And Sai wasn't the biggest fan of him, but I was just like, what's his name? Um, uh, Michael Brenner. Michael Brenner. Yeah, Yeah, I I read like almost all of them. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. First of all, shout out Quora. You got me back into Quora. Oh, I I love Quora. Yeah, dude. It's funny with space stuff because you just get all these like boomers who are like have been thinking about this for like the past 40 years. Like they're not on Twitter, you know, they're on Quora getting in like months long debate <laughs> with like other people. I'm, like, it's just interesting to see the back and forths on those, like, you know, because there's so many things with, um, um, you know, it's pretty, it's supposed to be pretty easy to prove uh, globe earth, but like to see someone refute it and then like make that person mad to the point where they have to respond like over the course of weeks and months is like kind of entertaining it's just like funny to see what the another explanation of any of the things that happen in the sky could be so i'm just like interested in that and i'm interested in the history of it as well but i'm not by any means like you know an expert outside of just being uh whatever interested late 20s dude who plays music as like my main source of things so yeah i'm not trying to be an authority it's just about kind of having like a cool conversation um yeah yeah but yes there's a ton of places to start right um but i think we could start with the moon landing and maybe like go through that a little bit more what do you guys think about Pop in, yeah. The, do it, do it. Fill in the fill in the cracks on uh, on all that because we're trying to do a full comprehensive moon thing. We're trying to we're in the process of shedding uh, audience. Man. Like we really want to exactly. Yeah, just, we, we, we literally really discuss in private about it. like how do we call, how do we call that? Because I no, I know you're gonna hate us for something else eventually. So like I need to get rid of you now. You know, it's that like destroy yeah. your credibility. It's like yeah, yeah, there's that. I mean, you know, there there's a whole other other realm of things that i'm trying to just get get the people out of there because i I don't want the whole like yeah they're they're cool you know 
Like, yeah. like, yeah. It's, 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 you know, I don't know if I can't tell if they're being real about it or not. It's like, you know, things like that. Where, yeah, just just like, no, we're just having a fun conversation about this stuff. Like, again, if you're not from California, I don't expect you to understand it, but you should just, you know, should understand that. Uh, that's sorry, I had to plug California one more time. But any, anywho, yeah, moon landing. All right. So for me, um, it's really just about thinking. We went to the moon six times between 1969, 1972, pretty much without fail. Uh, besides, you know, the Tom Hanks Apollo 13 mission, Hell you know, yeah. it, of course, it was number 13 where, you know, it didn't, something went wrong and you had a rubber band and a, and a sock and you're kind of able to duct tape. Yeah. Yeah, roll duct tape and you're able to make it home. So this is the greatest achievement of humankind. This is to go to leave Earth's orbit and to land a human on another planet is the greatest thing our species has ever been able to accomplish right it's it's regardless of whether you think it's important or it's just a rock or any you know there's nothing up there just the act of getting a human onto another uh you know celestial body is the greatest achievement of humankind so that's that's pretty amazing and i'm and um i've always yeah it's just a great great achievement of humankind and yet we only we did it six times you know sort of within the span of three years at the height of the vietnam war and then never again you just cannot do it again and it's that's kind of the part that trips me up the most and it's not for not wanting to go back because we've been planning on going back uh this whole time we've been spending billions of dollars we have project artemis which we're going to you know land the first woman on the moon and yet it just keeps get pu- getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back oh, that, one, that one gets really pushed back <laughs> that one yeah they're <laughs> yeah, that so i think we're gonna greta <laughs> gerwig's not available for that one yeah <laughs> So I think we're going to continue to see it being pushed back. And I, you know, if it happens in our lifetime where they land again on the moon, you know, I think there's a lot of people are going to go crazy because it's going to look like shit. There's going to be, um, it's probably like to the point now where were they, if were they to fake it, it would just look so bad that you know that's probably why they're scared of doing it mm-hmm. well no if we, if we went for real it would prove that the f- original footage also, is fake also right? mm-hmm. yeah like the gravity alone like them jumping around like you know what i mean it's, it'll be like oh so the original is fake okay got it you know wait so, so so you they'll be jumping around like hella crazier or what well i'm saying like i was reading like what you, you're not going to try a backflip on the moon None of them try to fucking back because they could because it was on Earth. <laughs> I'm bringing Sean White with me to do like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah no all the, there's yeah. all well, yeah in in the defense of the moon footage the the moon the dune buggy the moon buggy footage is kind of the most interesting because you see the dust fly up from the wheels like you know and it's yeah. not in it's not behaving as it would on Earth. Um, so for NASA to achieve that, it would probably, you know, I don't know. I just sort of ponder on that one. It's kind of a cool technology if they were to fake, you know, 
what do you think is the strongest footage? Because you know the the criticism we'll get on this show from people that you know believe it is they go, the evidence shows, like you, how are you ignoring the evidence? So what do you think is the strongest single piece of evidence that like yeah yeah it happened? Is it the film or is there is there like some nitty gritty shit that maybe is like okay that number might show this or you know? No, I don't think there's there's no nitty gritty shit because they lost all of the telemetry data. Yeah. Um, that shit um, was erased. Yeah. Um, as far as like convincing video footage, like I said, yeah, the, maybe the dune buggy footage is kind of the most like, wow, that looks otherworldly. That looks kind of amazing. Um, that has to be true. But then on the other hand, the most damning footage is the Apollo 17 liftoff where they're lifting off from the moon. Oh, dude. I mean, it just, I showed my girlfriend that and she's like, that looks fake. That looks like shit. And she believes in the moon landing. Um, so that Wait, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I think like the Apollo 17 liftoff footage alone is just like, that's where they, they were remote controlling the camera. Yeah. That, like, shut that's sure. Oh my god! You it's know, feeling for me, I'm just like, damn! Like you're telling me, pull it up so you can watch. You gotta watch this. Pull this up. What is it? Let me say, say Apollo it again. seventeen uh, moon takeoff. Seventeen moon takeoff. Well, just, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see. let me see if I can uh, throw it on the screen real fast. Uh, let's see. Yeah, but keep keep going, keep going, guys. Well, we'll, we'll uh, it's it's Apollo seventeen. Um, it looks like shit. I'm absolutely watching it right now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not really so much like this couldn't be possible because of X, Y, and Z. It's just like it looks like shit. Look at it. Like you're that is supposed to be a real footage of of the greatest one of the greatest achievements of humankind. You know, it looks like this ridiculous kind of bad Hollywood um, B movie, to be honest. But that's just, again, this is just like gut feeling. So then um, there's the pictures and stuff where people say, you know, there's multiple sources of light that shadows are go uh, yeah. appearing different ways. And yeah. Mythbusters sort of, uh, explanation oh is you know it was reflecting the sun's light was reflecting off the lander as well so there was multiple sources of light in terms of that so i don't really i don't really like rest my judgment on the photographs uh or anything like that it's just again it's just they want you to believe that we did it six times between 1969 and 1972 and yet we just cannot do it now for whatever reason it's not mm -hmm. money it's not money you know it cannot be it's not that nobody cares or they might not nobody probably cared a couple missions after the first two uh it's and it's not that they don't care they're still planning on going back so i i hate when people say like oh there's just nothing there they don't care like um there's not enough public interest. Like they're still spending billions to return to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
at least that's yeah, just what they say. Who knows where that money goes? But so I've also gotten really big into the stars, mm-hmm. the stars from space. So I guess what got me into this is they you know famously in the moon photos there's no stars right and the explanation is that they were on the day side of the moon so Mm -hmm. the sun's light is so bright that uh you cannot see the stars on the day side of the moon 2 p.m moon standard time 2 p.m moon standard time which which i understand and i believe and makes sense but when you were when the astronauts were orbiting the moon, they would go around to the dark side and the far side of the moon, nighttime, where where nighttime is on the on the moon, and they said the sky was awash with stars. It would be to see the stars from out of Earth's atmosphere, either on the night side of the Earth or the night side of the moon, would be one of the most spectacular sights the human eye has has ever seen. You wouldn't need the James Webb or Hubble telescope images. You would see, you know, the most brilliant display of stars. Would you not? You know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm asking myself is why is it that no picture exists from the night side of the earth or the night side of the moon of the surface of a planet with stars. And that's something that I've been, a question I've been posing on Twitter. And I really haven't like found anybody to give me an answer on that. And it's kind of crazy. That's kind of something that I thought of myself, which is like you, you could leave earth's atmosphere on the night side of the earth and use a hassle bad camera and set the exposure and take just, you know, a normal non-manipulated image, no false colors, no, you know, infrared light. You just take a picture from the night side of the earth in outer space of like, you know, the earth surrounded by stars or on the moon's night side of the earth. What do you guys think about that? Because that's something I've been like thinking about for a while. Yeah, I think the stars thing. It's just weird because they keep going. Like you said, they they have some like they all, all the astronauts have a different story about what stars you can see, and they don't yeah they don't link up. They don't link up with the 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 actual photos that are taken. You know, it's, it's, everyone's got a different fucking story. Never a straight answer, NASA dude. It's like never. So it's, <laughs> I got that. I got that from David Wolf, dude. Yeah, that stuck in my mind immediately. Yeah, that was forever burned in my well, mind. Well, yeah, in the conference, yeah, when, when they're back from Apollo, um, I I don't know if it was on the first, on like Apollo 11, that they said they could see stars or the sky was awash with stars. I know it was one astronaut who said while orbiting the moon, you know, you would see the best display of stars the human eye has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they say that they see that, like, orbiting the moon but you know just nobody wants to take a picture no one wants to like set a camera up to, to snap that right it just makes no sense. it's like the the moon is cool but wouldn't that kind of be like the 
the jewel of the trip, right? right. Yeah. Um, and even it would, be, it would be the ocean on Pacific Highway One. Right. Right. It would be that that spectacle of it. It would be like, wow, look at the ocean. That is the coolest part of Pacific Coast Highway One is driving right next to the ocean. You'd be like, hey, coolest part about being on the moon is like, look at all those dude. There's no city here. Nothing's crazy. It's all this natural light. You you, you see it, and well, like I said, beautiful well, stuff. Yeah. Well, to to talk about the dark side of the moon, and it would my yeah. head. Actually, this is what got this whole thing started on Twitter. At least I remember was my hedge is if we did go to the moon for Apollo 11, um, let's say we went, my, my backup conspiracy is they saw aliens flying around because they had to fly around the dark side of the moon. They saw some alien bases or some shit on the dark side of the moon because there's that weird radio transmission between Neil Armstrong and Houston. You know what I'm talking about? Flipper. Yeah. Yeah. He, Where, he like, what is that? What is that about? You know, is that, was uh, that a psyop too? Is that like, yeah. you know, where he's like, holy shit, look at all of them. Whoa. And he's like, he's like, this is really scary. And then you combine that with their press conference when they got back, where they all look either like they A, lied or B, saw some crazy shit and are scared, oh, yeah. of, scared of shit, you know? Kinda, so they kind of back and forth on that. Like, um, yeah, there's the famous story of the Apollo 11 astronauts, like seeing something I think on their way to the moon rather than on the moon, you know, seeing something mm -hmm. that wouldn't explain on the dark side. Yeah. Well, or was it on the dark side? Yeah. I'm not as familiar with, with that story, but um, yeah, I know that, I know that they, they kind of go back and forth. Cause then it's like, did, did you see aliens on the moon? And they're like, well, you know, we didn't, I'm not saying that, but we saw, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it could just be a way to, you know, um, to just like uh, sensationalize their trip, anyways. If if it even happened, right? So I don't, I don't know. It's there's as much evidence for that as there is, right? You know, for them having actually gone on, gone to the moon, which is sort of just like you have to just believe like the information, the pictures that NASA gives you, and the stories of the astronauts and. So, um, yeah, that's the alien aspect. It's kind of interesting. I kind of wanted to ask you guys, do you believe in aliens? Oh, that's 100%. a, yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. That, those are some OG episodes that we did a long time ago really? about, about stuff like that. Yeah. We have some, we have some old school kind of like eyebrow raisers for some people episodes about that. Um, you know, my, my ultimate take is that, uh, there's literally no reason to go look for them. Um, they're here. You know, like they're, I, I think they're here. I think, I think I, I believe in God. So when people say that, like, yeah. oh, you're trying to create something in substitute of God, it's like, no, I actually believe in God. Like, I'm very much, uh, yeah, can we address that? I'm, I'm yeah, so, yeah. I'm very much a believer in God. Um, however, I think God, I actually give more credit to God because I think He created more things than even the Bible gives him credit for personally right aliens would be a creation of God. Yeah, it, it, I like, I agree in the supremacy of all that. Like, I like, there's no. There's a, they want to have an argument with you just for simply suggesting that maybe there's more to God's creation, you know, like, and it's like, like more I'm sorry. good, like I'm attributing yeah. it to like other species of things. So, so wait, yeah. though. wait, wait, though. So we're a hundred percent on the existence of aliens, which is a very, I, that's a RC take for sure. Existence, which is a very normal position because yeah. the way that, 
uh, our understanding of science, I mean, any, even, it's just like any, any liberal, if you ask them, do you believe in aliens? Oh, of course, there has to be life out there. There has to. Uh -huh. True, true. There has to be life out there. It's basically our understanding of the universe and science is like setting us up for the most fantastical realities to be possible, whether it's multi, yeah. anything you can think of kind of thing like yeah, I'll, I'll put yeah. i'll put my shit on wax I'll, I'll go way beyond yeah okay. go go as weird as you can because i know aliens, there's a layer aliens are real. Yeah. yeah aliens are real non-physical multi-dimensional creatures are real um we can be in contact with both those groups any of those groups mm -hmm. they are in contact and watching and guiding earth now um not all of them are benevolent most of them are um, the, the great arc of the universe is benevolency. Uh, and the, yeah, the thing I want to stress is like, it's literally, I believe in that shit. I believe in the channeling. I believe that. And I believe, man, I, I, of course I like, I'm not saying I want or don't want this to happen, man. Like first contact, indisputable first contact, obviously it's already happened, but I mean, I'm talking like the, you know, the, the break the fourth wall type contact can happen might happen in our lifetime in the next 20 30 years okay so that might people right. have predicted it um like people that have predicted other crazy shit you know like to the to the month to the day and stuff like that have that on their timeline i don't want to get into the specifics of that but saying that like you know between 2030 and 2050 might be an open contact type scenario and I'm saying, like, from what I just believe, it's just me believing Are there any this. Betting stations that would have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like a plus. Yeah. Well, let me, let me cut you off really quick. Do you think then that aliens have contacted Earth in the, in the last thousands of years or in the last 50 years? current ongoing i think that i think fucking iphones and shit are like they're like nudging us be it subconsciously or whatever you know um with technology imaging wi-fi all that shit um but i don't think we came i don't think we came up with that stuff on our own you know yes to yes to both those yes to um, both okay okay and, okay. and I, I don't think that we didn't evolve let me we didn't, strictly evolve, we didn't strictly evolve from great apes we we are our our Genetic destiny was was planted and guided guided here. This by, is just my pet theory. Yeah. But if if it's possible or rational to think that aliens have been in contact and like overseeing Earth for the for the last thousands of years. In defense of and and again, we're speaking like rational people with like modern understandings of science, right? And um, there are people who um, believe like aliens would be a government psyop. I understand that line of thinking as well. Yeah, I, I get how people get there. Totally, yeah, totally. Especially yeah. with like the disclosure of it being well, the money that goes into. I already said I don't want to put a, literally a cent into trying to find them. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, now, they now they should be paying me. <laughs> yeah, open up to open up your to. to help flat earthers out i would say well if that was the case that aliens were guiding earth over the last thousands of years isn't it possible that they would want to help would would want to deceive us about where we are or what 
like realm we're in and wouldn't it be possible for them to sort of like guide the exceptional humans throughout time who you know um would like instant scientific revolutions like from like the uh, Greek see, i'm glad you, well, i'm glad you brought this up galileo newton were yeah. like so, could I, give them information that's like here's how you trick humans into like believing x y and z when in actuality you know i don't uh, know i i don't think i don't think that look the, the science that and i'm not like a fucking i'm not even a defender i'm just like a fucking realist here like the mm -hmm. the, the science that like copernicus galileo newton and stuff that stuff any high school student could verify with their own mathematics. You know, it's really not that I, I don't like this whole, all science is fake shit. I'm not, it's, mm -hmm. come on, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Like it's, I, that's just not who I am. Like I, it's, if you are, if, if, if you're one of those people listening, like I respect it, but it's like, man, I'm just, well, Glenn knows like I'm a math guy. You know what I mean? Like I've always been a math guy. Right. And it's, mm -hmm. it's just like, I'm sorry. It's just like, you can verify this shit for yourself. Like, these equations are pretty dope, you know, and it's like, like they, they match up pretty well and they describe the universe pretty well. That's the other thing. I don't think God wants us to like ignore. This shit. And my um, brother, my brother's a math PH, like he's a math PH. Yeah, yeah. He hates my, when I. Well, and I, that's not to say, look, man, I, I am not like, there's so much about science and even the old school guys or whatever that I'm not into for sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, stuff like planetary orbits, Copernicus and stuff, that's just like, we, there'd be a bigger, there'd be, there'd be a bigger, more vocal, smarter group of people condemning it and proving it being like, there's something wrong with this here. Oh. You can look at it right here. Right. And I just don't see that. And it's like, this shit adds up, you know, and now, it now like, of course, now, of course, like we, we want to talk, now we want to talk about modern physics exactly when all these when there's all these like university chair departments yeah. in fact i was i was just tweeting about rupert sheldrick the where bureaucratic saying, the bureaucratic yeah. part of, of it well and not yeah. even that yet yeah, definitely the bureaucratic part but also the whole like where you could you could be like the chair of physics at cambridge and you could be going like i think there are multiple universes and yeah. without a shred of evidence right yeah. No, yeah. no evidence whatsoever grandfathered and, into a take exactly you gotta, you gotta exactly out. um yeah really funny neil degrasse tyson and joe rogan tackle <laughs> gravity on you oh, yeah, yeah that's classic that's classic well, gravity, that's the funny thing because the the physicists they will never admit this but they hate gravity because they can't explain it they no one knows what gravity is right you and that's the same never trust anyone that says you know what gravity is because we don't right. you know right yeah. you can explain how it works it's but, not but yeah <laughs> Pretty good. And it's, but I will know. say we, we we understand the effects, the indirect effects of gravity extraordinarily well, and we know the mathematics behind it, both on the quantum or on the on the relativistic scale, Einstein, the modern version, and the local Newtonian side. That's the stuff I can't fuck with the denial of that because that's just retarded to me. Like I'm sorry. But didn't what about um. What about ether theories or theories about the variable speed of light? Like, yeah, that Einstein himself yeah. was interested in. Like, um, yeah. you know, because what what is it that 
spe- there's special relativity, there's general relativity. One of them works only without taking gravity into account. And I then think that's, special, that's special relativity, right? Mm-hmm. And no, and so so the the whole thing with um hang on, I it, it's it's slipping my mind. The hang on. So Sheldrake has a big thing, and he gets a lot of heat for this, saying Rupert that Sheldrake. Sheldrake. Yeah, Rupert Sheldrake saying like the laws of gravity might not be laws, they might more of it like be like universal habits. And he's saying like when we measure the gravitational constant, which is the which is the kernel that makes the whole engine of the equation run for gravity throughout the universe, according to human scientists, he's like when we measure it, we get very, very slightly different results over and over again. And he's like, they will say that that's because of measuring errors and equipment and stuff like that. And he's like, well, maybe, but maybe, why don't we map this? Why don't we measure it at different places on the earth, different times, different seasons, map it on a giant spreadsheet and see if there are any fucking patterns emerging to where we might be able to glean something from this. Right. And I I always thought that was really interesting, but, and also on your note on ether, you know, you know, physicists admit that the universe is like ninety-five percent dark matter, which we have no idea what the fuck it is. What, that that's ether, right? What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. literally like. So if they trash any concept of any kind of metaphysical understanding or any kind of, you know, they're the ones. That they're like, no, it couldn't be that. And then they're like, what? What is it? And it's like, well, we don't know. It's like, so how do you know it's not that? You know, that's my whole thing with that. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. that's my whole thing as well. That's kind of just yeah. what like it's just like that combined with the fact that only twenty four people have ever supposedly left Earth's atmosphere or, or yeah. Earth's orbit is what makes my mind curious about like you know, I don't know, just just the actual reality of where we are well i i don't like how they they lump in denying moon landings with denying earth roundness or gravity like right. it's like some universal law that we went well to that's always been a poison thing right it's always that's yeah. always that's always been i mean we saw it even with people who may want to scale it back to the mrna vaccine where like you got associated with flat earth with that too flat earth is always yeah the thing where like, and that's and that's why me like i feel like i know it's fake like flat earth to me <laughs> Not to change yeah. too much. I want you guys to keep going with, with, with what you're saying. No, That's like kind of why I know it's big because it's like a thing. It's like to argue that flat Earth is real is like basically trying to prove the lib strong, the lib science TM, you know, straw man of their opposition. You're like trying to prove that right. I feel like a lot of times, like with, with which I don't think is what you should do. You know, like like in, in that sense. Now, if there if there's evidence, there's evidence. But I, it's always that is more useful as a way to just absolutely. <laughs> just toss like disgusting parasites parasitic things on your take you know is flat know that that's that's a legit conspiracy as well that they that they purposely link legitimate conspiracies with flat earth well that's what i'm saying too. That, that, well, that's like that's a legit like, it's not a cia document like they they literally yeah because i know I, I didn't know about that but it, that's clear as day to me like where yeah. it's like this thing where it's like flat earth is made up by your opposition you know is made up by people in power and then attached the real things to it that's always what i thought about with, uh-huh. with flat earth where it's like because i again i don't i people 
have kind of pushed back a little bit, but it's like I don't see the benefit of a flatter of a, of a, of, a, of of lying about the the shape of the Earth because I don't, I don't think there is flat. I think leaving Earth, I think leaving Earth and taking off, going to other planets, I totally see the game because the gain in in that not only sells NASA stock, all this kind of you know whatever, right? Like funding, federal funding, private company funding, like a lot of stuff funding to get to out of there that makes a lot of sense it also has the whole uh religious element like to get people out of like religion i i actually kind of agree with that that there's this un- you're nothing in this universe full of all this stuff um it sends that narrative now i also think it just sells overall technology as a whole right when you yeah. can leave earth when it's like we can leave earth so you're, ch- you're trying to tell me that you don't want to do the fucking apple touch your fucking phone to the debit yeah. card machine like we can leave earth you don't think this is the right way to go you know, yeah. like this whole dumb, like, you know, uh, get get further and further away from like just handing cash to somebody like like these things. It sells that lifestyle right to to, to, to people. So I understand that. But like that, I don't understand the benefit of a flat earth. Yeah, just, right. like, they've been lying that, that that I still don't like I still haven't seen anything to to okay. convince me. I think that's one of the things I wanted to add about uh, the episode with KB. Mm-hmm. I think, um, well, have you ever heard of the overview effect? It's no. the effect that astronauts say they feel when they view the Earth as a globe from outer space. And it's that Earth is a fragile ball, you know, floating through space, and it's supposed to bring everyone together. And it's been a, you know, the globe... Well, it's been a symbol for a hell of a long time, but in recent times you know, represents like world environmentalism. And um, I don't know, it's like, it's like the overview effect and the, and the concept of spaceship earth as, as like political footballs is kind of what makes me see what the point of, um, you know, I don't know, just presenting the earth, in a potentially like uh, romanticized way, I guess. Or I don't know. Do you see what I mean? So the you mean? I just don't know how is the juice. Does worth that mean it's flat? That's my thing. Or is even the juice worth the squeeze for that? You yeah. know, to like these years and years and years of globe Earth like studies put it like I, I. That's all I'm saying. It's more so like a like I don't. I'm not like fucking whatever. You could tell after these last couple, especially after these last couple of years, I'll believe pretty much anything that I'm. Yeah. Like about like whatever yeah, I'm, no o- I'm open to it no yeah. problem like i and i'll have this discussion i'm not shutting it down completely i just i'm i just like no that's just what you feel I, I'm like you're, just, you're doing devil's advocate i don't even think you exactly i don't want yeah to i i just i don't yeah. know enough i could never you know like state you know say that in good conscience because it's like i don't i don't know yeah you know? but i've seen those weird like literally like map rollout map logos for like companies that are supposed to look really powerful too like flying. so i've seen that too you know where it's like yeah. oh and this you know it doesn't have to be a globe. i get the concept of the globe then you have the death star and all that kind of thing like you have the whole idea of like, situation i just don't know how much to sell that like does that really do anything to the average human being to sell that to them like i don't know it does. i don't know that it does well you know no it doesn't but it's like our whole like we said like our, our understanding of modern science like has us believe that it's infinite like infinite matter in an infinite universe with infinite possibilities we're very small insignificant 
um, I don't know. There's a lot of implications with with like. Well, see, I I think this is all this is all more about numbers. Here's a heavy. I'm about to drop this. All right, like the people that argue this stuff. Horns. We need air horns for these days. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this is all more about misunderstanding the nature of God than misunderstanding the nature of the physical universe. Mm -hmm. All the things you just mentioned, all the infinite nature of the universe and stuff. That all is <laughs> that all is supposed to redefine your concept of what God is, and I'll I'll push back a little bit on the whole uh, Copernicus and Galileo showing the mundanity of, of space and the stars is in that that might be what it is today with like the 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 science Reddit like atheist kind of vibe we have going on in culture today, but back then that was the heterodox shit for the mm -hmm. most part. And the church was the thing doing the lame, the lame shit, right? And they were the ones, say, you know, like, you know, saying, "Hey, you can pay us if you don't want to go to hell and stuff like that." You know what I mean? And I know that I know that they that I know that modern scientists have oversold the whole religion is evil thing, especially even back in the day, and oversold the whole Galileo was on house arrest and all this stuff, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I I've always been a new age type of bro so right. I, i've never had that kind of concept of like if the earth is round and we're just that means god isn't real it's like i don't even fucking think that way and it's like i think we need to i think we need to be more creative with our spirituality here and our yeah that's just my opinion um touch upon the and the it's just it's also just false like we can measure we know that the earth is flat. <laughs> like that there's that documentary on like and, I, and this is for sure like a, a i'm not saying this is this is a messiah either but they where they have all the flat earth guys and they're like, all right, we've got a $20,000 gyroscope, yeah. mm -hmm. right? We're, we're going to measure if, if, if it shows a 15 degree rotation over the next X amount of time, that'll show the earth is, is, is round, but it won't cause it's flat. And then lo and behold, the $20,000 instrument shows that. And they're like, huh? And then they go right, right back to believing that the earth is flat. And it's like, okay, this is more like a personality thing for you. It's not like an actual, I want to discover the truth thing. You know, no, that's I, understand that. I understand yeah. that completely. And um, I don't know. It's just, I guess one of the other aspects is that there were ancient Greek philosophers like uh, Democritus, Epicurus, and Lucretius. He was a Roman who all knew that Plato, you know, Plato and Aristotle, their, their experiments and their reasons for, uh, you know, a sphere earth was widely accepted at that time at the time of these uh greek philosophers like epicurus and democritus and lucretius and so i'm just curious from like a like a historical standpoint why did they why did they mock spherical earth despite you know them seeing the same stars as us seeing um you know having the same experiments at their disposal um, that famous experiment by that ancient Greek with like the poles and the shadows and everything. Yeah. And they like openly mocked the idea. And so I was just trying to figure out why, you know, not like. What'd what you figure out? Well, I figured out that Democrat, like Plato hated Democritus and um, burned all his works. I know that Epicurus would say that there's just not, you don't have to like, you could do these things, these experiments, but it doesn't, there doesn't have to be one explanation. It, 
you know, for something. Like, I kind of want to read the quote, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, please. So this is from the letter about heavenly bodies by Epicurus. And he says, it may also be possibly the case that the moon has a light of her own or that she reflects that of the sun. For we see around us many objects which are luminous of themselves and many other which have only a borrowed light. In a word, one will not be arrested by any of the celestial phenomena, provided that one always recollects that there are many explanations possible, that one examines the principles and reasons which agree with this mode of explanation, and that one does not proceed in accounting for the facts which do not agree with this method, to suffer oneself to be foolishly carried away and to propose a separate explanation for each phenomenon, sometimes in one way and sometimes in another. So that's Epicurus. Um, could I read you On the Nature of Things by Lucretius? Absolutely. He's, he's a Roman poet, and On the Nature of Things is like the greatest poem in, about science. And uh, he was... Uh, sorry, but before you start, Sure. That be can you imagine in 2022 writing poems about science? <laughs> no. I would react a lot different. Exactly. Uh, this was when poetry was actually good and like it starts with an F, not a consonant consonants ends with a T. Yeah. <laughs> this one kind of rhymes, so I hope you guys yeah. are all right. Well, why wouldn't it? Yeah, let's do it. But um it's pretty it's pretty long, but I think it's definitely one of the things I wanted to get on record here um just because i think it's like beautiful uh the, the poet rambo was really influenced by lucretius he was just kind of like these guys were like the bad boys of their time because they were they were kind of the atheist materialists even mm -hmm. though they also happened to be flat earthers and they were they were like the f uh forerunners of atomism they were basically like yeah doing modern science um in ancient times. Um, so here we go. On the Nature of Things by Lucretius. There is one theory, Memmius, to keep your distance from, that everything is pressing towards the center of the sum, as certain people claim. That's how the world can stand its ground without a hail of outside blows to hem it in all round. Nor can the top or bottom parts be loosened even a little since every part of it is always pressing towards the middle, if you believe that anything upon itself can rest. And all those weights that lie below the earth are upward pressed, resting upside down beneath the earth as things appear, reflected in the water to us on the surface here. They likewise claim that creatures ramble topsy-turvy there and can no more fall down into the caverns of the air, then we can float up to the heavens in spontaneous flight. And that when they behold the sun, we see the stars of night, and that the seasons of the heavens come to us by turns. And when it's night for one, then for the other daylight burns. But all of this is just a fairy tale, pipe dreams of fools who base their reasoning upon, upon a faulty set of rules. How can there be a center to what's infinitely vast? And even if there were, then why should anything stand fast? Why shouldn't it be driven far away instead? 
that space that we call void, central or non-central, must give place to all things that have mass, wherever their movements navigate. Nor is there any spot where bodies lose the force of weight so they can stand still in the void. Nor can the void provide support for anything. It yearns by nature to subside. And thus the cosmos cannot be contained by such a course held together in the grip of centripetal force. It's pretty cool. Um, That's fucking rad. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, it, it goes on, it goes on. But it's just like, when I was reading that, I just was like, why did this dude, who's obviously pretty smart, and had those ancient Greek experiments proving the Earth's fierce, you know, yeah, that was like Jay Electronica being around back then. <laughs> yeah. I, I just was like, what could I learn why this guy thought that way? Like, other than him just being like smart in that other areas and dumb on this one. Um, was there like an actual scientific reason he thought everyone else was an idiot? Um, did I That's actually question that why? No, but it's just a curious thing. No. Yeah, I think. I mean, oh, this gets me thinking about, you know, that quote that everyone talks about how Tesla's like the earth is more, it's, it's more like an idea. It's more like a plane of existence. It's not really a place. It's not really a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's true. And I think, I think people that are, I think people that are like connected to their souls and awake and know what's going on on like an intuitive level, like these guys did have an intuitive sense that something's not really, it's not really all that it seems to be. Yes. That's, I think that, and I, I agree. I am that way too, where I'm never, I've never believed. I've always felt like this is an illusion. It's not. You were talking about geometry and you didn't want to Mm -hmm. give, right? Like what if there's more, what if, what if there is even more sacred geometry? Than what well yeah well so there totally is i mean there yeah but what to, I'm saying, to even I'm like, say we have it all is almost obnoxious and just anti even like that's like that's being so pro-human to a fault you know yeah exactly but what i what i'm saying is that i think that i think the i think the heterodox tesla-esque kind of thing that i mentioned can sometimes be perverted rather than and I'm I'm just I'm saying this for myself as well, where it's like where it's like you know where where you know something's different, you know something's off, you know the the you know the orthodox is wrong or at least seriously limited, but then you feel like you have to beat beat it at its own game, and you have to like prove this is this way, like the Earth is flat or this is that or something. Like you got you know you know that you might know that guy Nassim Narabi, I think that's his name, right? And he's know. he's kind of like a Deepak Chopra kind of guy, and he's mm-hmm. his whole thing is like physics, but his physics is dog shit, and like it's and he gets a lot of hate from mainstream physicists, rightfully so because his physics is dog shit. But at the same time, he's fucking onto something, you know what I mean? <laughs> where he's yeah. like, where it's like this dude's spitting bars, you know, and it's that's mm-hmm. kind of how it, I feel about that's this. Where it's how like, I feel about fucking Eddie Bravo, and I wanted yes, to name dude. <laughs> about Eddie Bravo because he's on Joe Rogan and there's I was watching his, the episode and there were moments where I like wanted to fucking burst into the room and be like you know like screaming in his defense because sometimes like yeah. Joe Rogan just sounds like an idiot 
not really understanding what he's saying, but like Eddie Bravo, like obviously not the smartest guy in the world at all by any means, um, still was spitting bars where he was saying like flat earth, like flat earthers, they don't believe that. Well, at least in what he, the flat earthers he was talking about were like, they don't, they're not saying the earth is flat or that they know that the earth is flat. They're just saying that the information they're being given about space is, is there something off with it? There's something that's wrong. Yes. Um, they were talking, he was talking about how, like he, how most of the images of earth are composites, which is true. And then like Jamie was like bringing up like a panorama shot. He took, is this image fake? Da, na, 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 na. It's like, no, but, what Eddie Bravo was just saying was so like the best real images of the earth where it's like a point and click image are tied up in the Apollo missions. They're taken from the moon. Um, and I want to touch upon the first images of whole earth and how like that's mixed up with like the CIA and MK ultra and the grateful dead for some fucking reason that I did not, need to know was true but it is um yeah i'm glad you we i'm glad we didn't skip past this because this is a specific thing i wanted to talk about yeah, yeah this is huge the history of images of the earth from yeah. space is complex and very very weird yes and what eddie bravo was trying to say is there's so there's images from like 1966 from the lunar orbiter one which is like the first full, like image of the earth from the moon and then there's the images that the astronauts took um earth rise and the blue marble and those are the most famous photographs in the world they're the most reproduced photographs in the world and the best images of earth and then from when we stopped going to the moon until 2015 every image of the earth has been a composite has been a blue like uh nasa has this program called blue marble where satellites that aren't far away enough from earth you know take an image of part of the earth's earth surface and then they are stitched together to create an image of the earth and so it's worth being suspicious about if there's questions about the moon landings realness and then every image of the earth after that until around 2015 is a fake, you know, and then you do supposedly have these satellite images of earth post 2015. Once CGI is pretty fucking good. It makes sense to be like, uh, that's fake image of the earth, you know, that you're giving me and the ones, during Apollo are fake too. You know, it makes sense to that for someone to have that suspicion. Well, it's crazy because they, when they, I've, I saw a compilation of all of them mashed together uh, back and forth. And it looks like a, it looks like when they drop a new, like a new skin on a video game, or yeah. like a new, like, like, yeah. like a new, t like a new tech in a movie. Like, it's like, wait, why shouldn't it look the same ish every time? Yeah. Yeah. I was saying the Earth comes in different colorways, and like, yeah. really, What's up with this that? is the Michael Bay's Earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, when the Japanese take a picture of the Earth, it's fucking red. You know, like, yeah. what is wrong with their camera that, like, mm -hmm. um, so, you know. 
So the history of full images of the earth is so interesting. It's super, super interesting. So um, you can also see a little bit about this in the Netflix documentary about LSD, how to, op how to change your mind, because the first image of the earth is tied into LSD. So there is this guy, Stuart Brand. He was kind of like the OG Steve Jobs. He's an inspiration to Steve Jobs. He was in the army. He was a parachutist. And then he was a test subject for MKUltra. You know, he started to take LSD and this and that. Not only that, he was a merry prankster. He was a friend of Ken Casey. Um, he then took an acid trip in 1966 on a rooftop in San Francisco. And he was looking at the horizon and he had this idea that he said, you know, a kind of paranoid idea. Why have you, why have we not seen an image of the whole earth? And at this point in 1966, uh, there was only rumored, satellite images of the whole earth from nasa and he, he was asking why haven't we seen this so he made some pins and like would go on the streets and like pass out these pins and then he met this dude richard buckminster fuller who mm -hmm. wrote a book called operating the operating manual for spaceship earth and it's about how people need to realize there's limited resources on the earth and if, you know, him and Stuart Brand basically would like lecture together, I suppose, or whatever, that we need to see a whole image of the earth so that like humans can understand it's like a very fragile thing. We should all come together and work together and this and that. So it was just curious to me that, they, that Stuart Brand, who's obviously like a CIA agent, you know, he was uh, army parachutist, MK Ultra, organized the trip festivals, which like started the San Francisco hippies, was involved with the Grateful Dead and Ken Casey and this guy, Richard Buckminster Fuller, um, campaigned for NASA to release the first image of Earth. And they did. It was, it was a satellite image first. And so he made it the cover of the whole Earth catalog, which was the first... It was like a proto Google, but for the sort of back to the earth hippie movement. So you could like buy a shovel from a catalog. Like it had like a cat. It was like a catalog of tools. Um, and uh, so that was the whole earth catalog. And he's also at the beginning of the internet. I mean, this dude is just yeah. crazy. So I, like, yeah. So I was just, why, why is like this CIA agent, like campaigning, like campaigning to have an image of the earth released so that people, no one quote, no one will perceive things the same way again. That was, that was like the reason that he wanted to do it. I just found it odd that the first image of the earth, which should be like not tied up in any conspiracy, not tied up in acid, not tied up in okay. MK. Uh, or the CIA, it should just be a very objective thing, you know. Why yeah. was it that it was this guy that had to sort of 
campaign for the interest in people to, to see the earth from space? Yeah, that's such a great question. Why, like, why him? You know? Yeah, it's just. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny, uh, man. That's when you could have the fucking time of your life being a CIA asset back then. Now it's like you have to spray up a school and shit. You know, it's like literally, like, literally. you could do acid on rooftops and just be like, hmm, I wonder. You know? I wonder why we have seen a photo of Earth. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so then I got into the timeline of images of whole Earth. And again, yeah, it's just this thing where you have to believe that the astronaut that we landed astronauts on the moon in order to accept those the main images of earth the blue marble image the most famous image in history most reproduced image like you have to believe that we landed on the moon to accept that image and then if you don't and if you think that maybe that was faked you're really left with very you know up until 2015 you're left with very few real images of the earth and i just find that like that's that's fascinating there's not there's not that many um and that's what like eddie bravo was talking about and like you know joe rogan would get so mad and be like well just because it's a composite doesn't mean it's real or this and that but it's like well if you only have a few things to rely on and then the other things don't the other images don't even pop up until 2015 it's just like this huge gap where there's no images of the earth you know um and it's just interesting and then you throw in my stars thing on top of it so astronaut scott kelly did take a picture of you know half of the earth like what you see from the iss you don't see the full earth because you're only 300 miles away with stars there it's like a very underwhelming picture and you can kind of see like part of like a satellite in the foreground and you know earth is like darkened and there's like a green aura around earth apparently from like the exposure and you see a few like twinkling stars. So you can take a photo of the earth and stars at the same time, but just not until 2015. So there was like a 70 year gap until they figured out how can we get, you know, earth and stars in the same picture. And I just, that just stretches my belief. You know what I mean? Like you would be going to space this whole time and just, not be able to get a picture of the star. Like, what is it? Is it the exposure? It's the sunlight. I mean, again, there's the night yeah. side of the earth. There's the night side of the moon. Yeah. So those are my like little gotchas, you know, I, love it. I would like, I would love to ask Neil deGrasse Tyson or any representative from NASA about that. And I'm sure they would give me like some bullshit, but it's always fun to hear their little explanations because you can kind of tell for yourself whether it checks out. But um, so, yeah, that doesn't say that the earth is flat. It just says they're lying about what the earth looks like from space or lying about how they want to present it to you. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like they're, it's almost like they're trying to make 10% of us crazy. The people that are actually paying attention Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of my overall 
view on things. I recently saw a fucking a Chinese EVA, like a spacewalk video from the 90s where at one point you see a water bubble float up. So like these dudes are literally, you know, faking spacewalks underwater. I mean, I, I tweeted that. You can find that video. I mean, maybe it's not an air bubble. I don't know. It, it looks like one. Wait, hang on. Water, spacewalk, water bubble? Well, it's. I tweeted it. I said, um, the only reason the only the U.S. has been to the moon is because the other space agencies forget to edit out shit like water bubbles. But it's a, it's a couple tweets down... But yeah, I linked the video to this. Yeah, I checked that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see it. It's like China Shenzhou Seven Spacewalk Live. But anyways, um, yeah. So all of those things just just make me crazy. It just makes me crazy. That's all it is, and that's all it is. And that's uh, all. And so uh, before we go, I just uh, Sai has been sitting on this for a while. I just got to say. What's the deal, Seinfeld voice? What's the deal with Carrie Mullis? Oh yeah, my fucking Abby right now. Yeah, well, first of all, yeah. I'm we just, we know. I mean, we know him, but you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going on the assumption that everyone's seen the famous Carrie Mullis video taking down Fauci and PCR test. If you haven't, watch it. It's Carrie Mullis is fire, and they hey, yeah, fucker. They gave him a, a heroic dose of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, they well they killed him. Yeah, they August okay, date of death, August seventh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like that's like that's you can't have that guy walking during no the COVID nineteen pandemic. It would have He would have been like Robert Malone on steroids, dude. He would have been like fucking Yeah. Did the fuck yeah. test that we that we confirm a COVID diagnosis with. And so And that's said, oh, and I do wanna like, man, that is something the fact okay. The cases, the PCR and the cases and the, the case demic, that is by far the biggest scandal of this whole thing that is so under addressed. Like people talk yeah. about it, but I don't think people realize how that's the only way this thing worked was because of that. Exactly. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's and many people know like on yeah. that makes you yeah. sick. But you yeah. can fucking and you can exaggerate the cases and deaths. By simply making the cycle threshold of the PCR test higher than it should be, yeah. you could yeah. so you zoom in and you find a pointless amount of COVID in somebody, and it counts as a positive or it counts as a death. And yeah. it yeah. still exists. It's still, uh, you know, like I don't know if you guys got it. I, I like got it twice, and I did lose like my taste and smell. You know, I'm alive. I'm not vaccinated. Uh, but I was like, okay, that's weird because I wasn't stuffed. And yet I like lost my taste and smell for a couple days. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shit, man, I, I feel like I'm at yeah. like, fucking Edgewood Arsenal. I just got sprayed with like, <laughs> but um, yeah, at the same time, like the only way to really get the world the way it was is to exaggerate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's severely underdressed. And why is he so cool? Why is this guy so cool? He in, he invented PCR. Okay, right? that's not cool. Which is not you know, most people, including myself, 
heard about PCR post COVID or during COVID, right? So they associate PCR equals bullshit, but PCR is just like a super useful tool in biology of like amplifying little sets of genetic sequences, you know, to where you can study them better and stuff like that. Right. And again, he was very against using it as a diagnostic tool for, for diagnosing disease. Um, but then I just got onto, I just like got onto his Wikipedia page and it's, it's fat, dude. It's a fat Wikipedia page. And like, I'll just read a little bit if you guys don't mind. Um, first of all, and I just got to say, I love the, how Wikipedia does this thing where they, they try and make someone sound crazy, but it just makes them sound like 20 times cooler, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So let me, I'll, I'll just dive in. Yeah. Invented PCR, highly original and significant, virtually dividing biology into the two ep- uh, epochs of before PCR and after PCR, right? Most attractive controversy for downplaying humans' role in climate change <laughs> and expressing, <laughs> expressing nuts that uh, HIV is the sole cause of AIDS. All right, let's go, dude. Let's let's fucking right. yeah, yeah. Rev up the engine. Uh, let's see. Born in North Carolina. Um, Your first red flag, but no yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, he went to Georgia Tech. Um, let's see. Go yellow jackets. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> what, wait, let me just hang on. Bear with me. I'm just gonna go through this. Let's see. His dissertation was only accepted after friends, several friends pitched in to cut out all the wacko stuff out of it. <laughs> oh, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. That was good shit. Too. Yeah, exactly. Um, hang on. Uh, after receiving his doctorate, uh, briefly <laughs> left science to write fiction. Uh, and during his postdoctorate work, he managed a bakery for two years. So he was just doing his, like, this is what I love about it. All the cool science guys that are like famous always have some crazy path that isn't like oh, I went to school and then I did this and then I got a job. You know, it's all that's what I noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, worked as a DNA chemi- uh, chemist at Cetus. Uh, let's see, most acquired a reputation for erratic behavior at Cetus. Once threatening to bring a gun to work, he also engaged in public lovers' quarrels <laughs> and uh, nearly came to blows with another scientist at a staff party. Um, so I thought that was fucking cool. Bring, <laughs> bringing a gun to work. That RIP to a lab. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, what was the know. other crate? Yeah. Oh, well, the he, whole, there was the whole raccoons thing. The raccoons thing. That's yeah. And yep. The acid trip, right? The PCR acid trip. Yeah. PCR acid trip to where like, I'm not, I can't remember what they said, but he was taking acid and some like raccoon came up and like told him how to like make the PCR test basically. Yeah. And I want to check this on that note. I wonder although what. We, yeah. Although he received a ten thousand dollar bonus from Cetus for the invention of PCR, the company's later sale of the patent to Roke Molecular Systems for three hundred million dollars would lead most to condemn white members of the parallel team as vultures. So fuck the guy invented it and got ten grand for it. All right. Ten. He won a, he won a, no, he won a Nobel Prize for this. That's the crazy thing, right? You know, like it's like what the fuck. Yeah. I bet he would have like the most base take on the moon landing. Wouldn't that be so sick to get him on here? If he was, here's what the other raccoon tell him about that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Here's and, the other crazy part. Listen to this. This might be why they killed him. In a TED talk, Molus describes how the U.S. government paid half a million dollars for Molus to use this new technology against anthrax. He said the treatment was 100% effective compared to the previous anthrax treatment, which was 40% effective. 
so he came up with this crazy like immune system modulative product or something that turned out to be a hundred percent effective against anthrax and it's like okay do they want they don't want that out there you know what I mean? they don't want the fucking 100 yeah. effective yeah so it's crazy yeah and then um uh disagreement with the scientific evidence supported climate change and asserted his belief in astrology base uh <laughs> oh yeah and uh, he claimed that climate change and hiv aids theories were promulgated as a form of racketeering by environmentalists quote government agencies and scientists attempting to preserve their careers and earn money That's uh base <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean just just read this you guys it's fucking it's like it's sick as fuck yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. well uh on that note to that yeah i have read read up on that his his takes on climate change pretty interesting yeah on that note flipper thank you for joining us thought this yes, was a, a great uh a great uh second one you'll have to come on again uh and uh you know i'm sure you and i will be in, in touch soon one day pretty soon because uh you know for other other reasons but uh life life reasons i should say so uh maybe, maybe one day i can meet you in person Oh, I would love to meet you guys in person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll do uh, Cali in December. So hopefully yeah. we'll arrange that. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, yeah, exactly. So we, we'll, we'll definitely have to do that. And then um, you're at Moonbase King on, yep. on Twitter. Make sure you give him a follow. Some really great stuff on there. Uh, and uh, you have any, I mean, anything else you want to plug? I don't know. Saturn isn't real, guys. What the okay. fuck with Saturn? Okay, maybe next time for sure. Because I, yeah, that one, that was always the planet that sold the planet carpet. You know, like when yeah. you buy the planet carpet, it was like, whoa, Saturn looks great on this one. Yeah, well, come on, it's got like a flat disc around it, like. 100%. Yeah, it looks like a sport that ESPN couldn't put on its two networks. Like it was like, I don't, I don't know about this one, but uh, anywho, uh, you guys, you guys, guys yeah, everybody have a good night, uh, safe week. See you guys later.